Arthur, does it help to have someone to talk to? My mother always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. She told me I had a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world. What's up, nerds? Another episode of Daily Nerd coming at you right now. Uh, it's yours truly, Vinny, and uh, I'm here with my co-founder and personal favorite person in the world. Eh, maybe second, third. I'll give you that. One of my favorites, though. Christian Renzi. What's up, bud? What's up, man? You're in my top 20. Okay, that feels good. I'm, I didn't make it in the top eight. That would have uh, MySpace me is very upset. Uh, back in the MySpace days, I actually had a top four. <laughs> yeah, you were legit. You only had four people. I remember when you could do that. And I was like, nah, I got to at least have eight or 12. Yeah, mine was super exclusive. <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you? Pretty good. How about you uh, on this fine Wednesday? Good, man. Good. Uh, had a good uh, first half of the week. Drinking some good beer right now. I, I actually, uh, I, I got some good pickups this week. And it was mostly from Jack. But uh, Proc had a pretty good week, too. I got that new... Um, Proc Brute Ale. It's kind of like a sour. Um, pixel, pixelized or pixel. Oh God, it's, this this is upsetting. Pixelizer, I think. Okay, cool. So wait, what are you drinking right now? What I'm drinking right now is a delicious Super Sap from Treehouse. Oh, so jealous. Yep, incredibly piney, uh, double IPA, and uh, it's delicious. Thanks, shout out to Jack for always grabbing me my Treehouse beers. Treehouse just gave us a like on our Instagram. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, they might be the best brewery in the world. I don't know. On the East Coast, man, they're really they're really stepping it up, and they're ones that are incredibly sought after. And again, I'm I'm a huge novice in the beer community. I wish we had Jack to tell us a little bit more about where they stand, but we both know that they're pretty high up there. Yeah, I'm a massive Treehouse fan. Uh, I've ever I've never actually been out there. Like you said, Jack is my Treehouse guy because he works near there, so he just kind of picks up <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been twice. I went with him once to go get beer. It was like a, it was a Thursday afternoon and they don't do, they don't do pours certain days of the week. And so I just went there to get beer. And then we actually went there, uh, the, my, the, the weekend of my birthday. And, uh, it was a gorgeous spring day. Uh, we sat outside, got our beers and drank their special, um, on site sour experimental bottles that you can drink. And it was so delicious. I want to say I got like native six or something like that and it was just such an oaky uh sour you know you couldn't go wrong with anything there dude you really you really can't that has sort of an oaky afterbirth (laughs) (laughs) michael scott um yeah i think there's actually a picture of that day on the daily nerd website yeah there is actually yeah you guys Um, got quite a haul that day yeah it was a good one it was a good one uh what are you drinking uh so really exciting stuff happening up here in new hampshire they've opened a trader joe's near me oh damn and it's right next to the whole foods so i'm probably never gonna go to whole foods again because it's crazy expensive but uh, i'm drinking trader joe's sells bottles of wine you can't do it in rhode island because they don't sell wine in grocery stores these bottles of wine are pretty good and they're three dollars and 49 cents a piece oh boy i got got three of them (laughs) nice what a freaking bargain yeah so Um, i'm pretty excited about that yeah, uh, Brian just commented about Long Live Beer Works uh, soft opening this weekend. I actually completely forgot about that. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, so their new space officially open, and uh, yesterday they announced that they're they started like they're doing a, a exclusive or a soft open. I don't know what the right word for it is, and um, it was like tickets you had to sign up for the event because they don't want to have too much overflow. Right. So um, I want to say. 
maybe two hours after they posted that, maybe not even the first like slot from, it was like Friday six to nine. And then the other one was nine to 11. And then Saturday had like, you know, three or four different uh, slots to go. And the first slot was already uh, packed. Guess who's going? Uh, Jack. Jack. Yeah, he, Jack he, is yeah, exactly. Our, our, uh, our guru. Our guru and, uh, doesn't gonna, post. It's going to be really sweet. I want to, I want to say, maybe I'm using the right words now. Sunday's a soft open. Uh, maybe not necessarily a grand opening, but it's going to be open to the public then. And you don't have to necessarily uh, do the event bright thing. Yeah. Long live is in Providence and the tap room that they are currently in and about to leave is so tiny and their beer is so good. So yeah. definitely looking forward to a, a roomier space. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Have you seen the pictures? Do you follow I, them on Instagram? I have seen the pictures. Is there an outdoor area? I don't know if there's an outdoor area, but like there's an initial like middle area. And then there's like, um, I don't maybe like not like a porch, but like a second level around the, like the walls of the inside. And there's like tables there. It's high up above, dude. The space looks incredible. I can't wait to go and hang out there. Yeah. Same. Uh, the summer's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm going to try and hit Tilted Barn a lot more this summer as well. Yeah, absolutely. Tilted Barn's always a good time in the summer, except just, when you're part of the wait, like the the initial first line. Waiting in that sun, dude, it gets old <laughs> real yeah, quick. True, true. Or after a rainstorm when the muddy driveway is hard to get through. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think we brought this up on the podcast a couple of times. Um, Apinog uh, Brewing Co. Um, uh, in, the, in the summer because they have a nice, beautiful outside area. Right, yeah. Yeah, I was actually there for the first time pretty recently, and it was just packed. And the outdoor yeah. area, it does look it look like it's going to be awesome. It's like right on the yeah, river. I can't wait. So that's pretty cool. But this podcast is not about beer, is it? <laughs> uh, our Instagram, you would think otherwise, but it is not. It is more than just beer. It is more than just beer. It's it's movies, TV, and in mm-hmm. this case, big stuff happened today. If you're into Batman, we got the Joker teaser dropping. That was crazy. Um, uh, now, the poster came out April 1st, right? Uh, the poster came out yesterday, April 2nd. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, First, uh, I'm not sure. I, uh, people were thinking it was like an April Fool's prank or something like that, but initially, the poster, it's really not much, but it looks way better than any poster we've brought up so far in the past couple weeks. Yeah, I remember when we talked about the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood poster and just how poorly Photoshop it, photoshopped it looked looked this one uh this one looks good it looks damn good and i mean yeah it's it, like i said it's not much it's just like the outline of uh walking phoenix looking into madness but um it, it it looks good and the same thing with the trailer man i was in so impressed yeah yeah so i didn't realize that this was going to be like a full-on full two and a half minute trailer i thought it'd be some sort of like 50 second thing kind of similar to what they remember they released something Todd Phillips released him on Instagram a few months ago. Yeah, it was just like a, th- a 15 second thing of like um, Joaquin turning into the Joker or like putting his like f- flashes of the makeup on. Yeah, so I thought maybe it'd be something like that. This was a full on preview and it looks awesome. Yeah. And we were pretty skeptical about this. <clears throat> I was incredibly skeptical. Yeah, and so was Casey. We actually watched it together for, uh, at work today. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, we had a nice moment there. <laughs> nice. Um, I there was it it there was something about it, dude. There was a unique lens to it. You know what I'm saying? It had its own original originality to it. Um, and I like where they're going with the story. They're kind of making the Joker an incredibly real person, and really, I from what it looks like, kind of uh, in depth look at like his mental health and like how 
how it all happened and stuff like that. But like I said, in a more real sense. And I know that it's incredibly loosely based off um, the killing joke. But I only want to say, as far as the story that the Joker's telling throughout the killing joke of how he turned into the Joker, maybe that'll be it. But it's going to be specific parts of it because, I mean, if you're familiar with the killing joke, there at the end, as he's saying what he thinks is his origin story, at the end, he's like, you know what? I truly don't know. If I'm going to have a back backstory, I'd I'd rather it be like... um, uh, picking like uh, choose your choose your option choose, or something. Yeah, like that. choose your own adventure or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I first heard about this, I was just thinking, I don't, I didn't think that we needed an origin story for the Joker. Yeah, just didn't really seem like something that was necessary. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that Joaquin Phoenix was playing the Joker, and I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, and he's such a good actor, and he's really good at playing crazy. <laughs> yeah and i mean even in the beginning he looks like an incredibly uh fragile character and like you see you kind of get a sense of the development he's going to go through in the trailer and it was scary it looks like he scary lost- good is what i'm trying to say right and it looks like he lost a ton of weight yeah he looks incredibly skinny and shit and does not look good <laughs> i didn't expect to actually get creeped out by the trailer and i sort of was yeah i didn't expect to be as excited as i am about it yeah i honestly wanted to go all against it all the way and i i can't do it it looks good joaquin looks amazing and i kind of like how we're talking about the joker prefers his past to be multiple choice um i like maybe the idea that there's going to be more joker movies because there really is no pinpoint to where he came from and shit like that so if you want to take it into that kind of heady space it's it's cool and the way they're going to go about it i i it looks amazing yeah i'm thinking though maybe dc and casey and i actually talked about this today maybe what dc needs to do is not try and be marvel and just try and make these one-off movies instead of creating this cinematic universe because clearly it's not working uh i had actually brought that up maybe two podcasts ago where um, DC, uh, Warner Brothers, whoever their real main thing is, they came out and said that they realized they kind of messed up with the way they were handling things, and they've learned from uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman that people just want to see a singular character right now, and maybe that's where they're going to start to go off, and if this Joker movie does well, it's going to be nothing but prove that point. Yeah, and what's funny about this movie is the budget is $50 million, which sounds like a lot to a normal person, but in reality, it's pretty small budget that's pretty low and i think that it almost benefits this movie because it's not going to be all flashy it's going to be a real character study yeah which could be awesome yeah man i mean with this joker movie as as skeptical as skeptical as i was i take it all back um todd phillips really seemed to know what he was after and he really did it and that's another great point that i never even thought of the low budget for a low threshold yeah and todd phillips too is interesting because he's done a lot of comedy. He did obviously all the Hangover movies. He did War Dogs, yeah, which I actually liked, and I didn't think I would like. That's what Miles Teller and Jonah Hill, right? And Jonah Hill, yeah. I mean, it was good. It had its, you know, obviously faults, but it was a pretty good movie overall. But I was definitely when it when it was announced that he was doing the movie. That was another thing that had originally turned me off. And today yeah. with this trailer, I might be sold on this. I think I was sold with Joaquin when uh, Todd Phillips originally put that put out like that fifteen minute thing of his character and yeah. his character with the Joker makeup on. Um, it, it he just gives off the aura. He's just being him and being weird. Even like the weird like facial expressions he does. He's Joaquin is a great actor, and I I always kind of knew it, but didn't really see it until honestly. Then I've never seen Walk the Line. 
Um, you, you gotta see the. You gotta see. Yeah, it. I, yeah. I've never seen her. Didn't oh see um, the mask. Inherit Vice, although I know that wasn't really a good movie or did well. The Master is one of the movies where he's like on the top of his game and just is sort of insane. So if you want to check out a crazy Walking Phoenix movie, okay, you should check out The Master. Originally, with this Joker movie, Martin Scorsese was attached to it um, as executive producer. I read right before we got on this podcast that he was no longer affiliated with the project after 2018, I think. Interesting. So I don't think he'll get a executive producer credit, despite the fact that this movie looks heavily inspired by a few of his movies. Um, have you seen Taxi Driver at all? No, I haven't seen Taxi Driver, no. So this looks like a Taxi Driver slash King of Comedy, both Scorsese movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which could be cool. That's uh, pretty funny. And even with Robert De Niro in it. <laughs> that's the thing. So Robert De Niro is in the King of Comedy. So it's a direct homage. homage? I can never say that um, word. Homage, yeah. Homage he, yeah. To, that, to that movie. And I didn't know Robert De Niro was even supposed to appear in this. Yeah, me neither. Um, I was waiting to see Mark Maron because we saw Zazzy Beats. Mark Maron's in this that, movie? Uh, yeah. What the hell? Okay. Um, I, I wonder what her character's going to be like, if she's going to be like a love interest for him or... I think what's also crazy is the thing with his mom. Yeah. The relationship. I don't wonder, I don't, I wonder where they're going to take that. Cause it doesn't look like she's a, she abuses him, which you automatically want to think. I got, so m- maybe she dies or something, you know, I got serious Norman Bates vibes. Yeah, that's true. From those scenes, like a boy's best friend is his mother. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> mother. Yeah. Mother. It just seemed like there was a, especially because the one scene we see in the trailer, he's like bathing her. Yeah, and he's dancing with her at one point. It's very bizarre. I, it's like, mm. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. you know the comics better than me. Did the Joker actually have any sort of origin story ever? No. I okay. mean, they, they in, uh, in specific comics, yes, maybe. I mean, I really can't pinpoint it for you right now, but I know for a fact that several different story writers tried to do their own thing with the Joker's origin story. Same, that's what the killing joke is. Right. It was known that really um, the Joker doesn't really have an origin or it's hard to pin down. So that's with, um, what Moore was doing with Killing Joke. He was kind of just making fun of that and having the Joker outright explain it or try to give his own twisted kind of version of it. Yeah, and it looks like in this trailer he has a name. I mean, he's called Arthur in the first. Yeah, Arthur Peck. Yeah, it's one of the few names that you... Um, that like the the Joker has been called like his original name. There's one more. I want to say it's like Johnny Winter or something like that. It's it's said in um, Arkham Asylum. I was well, I was just reading about a comic that gave him a name, White Knight. Does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, uh, Gotham White Knight. It was a it was a comic uh, last year. I actually have the first couple issues. We're in an alternate universe. Ba- uh, Bruce Wayne's the bad guy and Joker is Batman. Weird. Okay. Yeah. With is it good? Uh, apparently not. Cause I didn't buy any more. <laughs> Speaking of Bruce Wayne, there's a theory that the little kid that he's like, puts a smile on his face behind the cage is actually a young Bruce Wayne. That's cool. But my question to you is how much older is the Joker than Bruce Wayne? I mean, that's the thing you don't really know. Um, you want to assume that they're the same age or something like that, but I don't know. Because of Joker's um, accident and Ace Chemicals with the way it's turned him 
uh, in an animated series, essentially immortal because he doesn't fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what happens, he falls off of whatever he gets run over. You know, it's but isn't he doesn't there, die. There's an episode in the animated series though where he does die, where he electrocutes himself. Isn't that one of them? He like falls and pulls a lever. Yeah, he. Yeah, but like, I want to say. I mean, honestly, maybe that's some really backdoor shit that I have not familiarized myself with in forever. So maybe that's at the end of the series. But it's always a thing that the Joker just doesn't die, and that was a thing made like, uh, like very um, clear in the animated series. Even after Heath Ledger uh, died in real life, they didn't say in the movie that the Joker was dead. No, No, yeah. Yeah. Don't they do some kind of thing? Like they mention him or something like the Joker himself. I'm not sure. They might just allude to him. They never say Joker's name in the dark. Knight yeah. Rises. I remember yeah. Christopher Nolan said he purposely didn't want to put like mention the Joker. Oh, of course he, he got an Oscar for that role. You know, it's, and, I mean, he was supposed to be in that movie, I think. Yeah, me too. Did you notice, uh, there's an actor in this Joker movie who was in the dark Knight rises? Uh, no, so the guy that plays the cop in The Dark Knight Rises who hates Batman and is like, we're going to get the Batman yeah, is also in the Joker movie that's coming out. Is it the same actor or character like Bullock? You know, Bullock is that? I, I think it's just the same. Uh, the same minute. actor. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm wrong here. Now that I think about it, it's not the same actor. <laughs> I mean, you know, the character Bullock, right? The detective yeah, that fucking yeah. hates Batman. <laughs> okay, that uh, this actor I think is in The Dark Knight Rises, but he's not the guy I'm talking about. Oh, okay, All just right. cut that out. Just ignore that. Okay, I thought it was the same. <laughs> um, I like that you see Arkham Asylum. Um, Arkham one Hospital of those things. On this one. One of the things that really made me love the trailer was when he's just in the elevator. You see him, then it just like pans out a little bit, and then there's just a guy yelling. Yeah, I I think there's going to be a lot of that dark dark humor in this oh movie. absolutely and i can't wait for it <laughs> yeah um what's interesting too is this movie's getting an october release date mm-hmm. which leads me to believe two things maybe halloween joker scary and the second one is that's right around when all the oscar movies get released so maybe they're expecting this to get some oscar buzz <sighs> if it does two things either it's actually good and it really deserves it or because coming around that time, Joaquin Phoenix is in it, and the last person to make the Joker relevant was Heath Ledger, and he won right. an Oscar. Maybe they'll just, I don't know, give it a nomination to give it a nomination. But I hope that's not the case. It could be interesting. I mean, if, if he really kills this role um, and is better than Heath Ledger, I wonder how we remember the Joker as a character. Like, yeah. Right now, when you think about the Joker, you, you think about Heath Ledger's Joker. Right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I, I would say, yeah, absolutely. So maybe, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix could overshadow that or something. I don't know. We'll see, man. It's going to be incredibly interesting. And if it, it, it would be crazy if it really is that good and gets Oscar buzz. I, I, don't, I can't even think about that right now. I'm hoping to, and I wrote this down, I'm hoping it gets an R rating. Mm-hmm. I think it needs an R rating. I think it is going to. It yeah. should. No way they can make something like that PG-13, especially after, I mean, this is a while ago, but especially after Deadpool. You're gonna make the you're gonna make the Joker movie PG thirteen and not R. I cannot see that happening. And I think uh, DC Comics has been trying to get an R rated movie for a while. Yeah, and this is gonna be the best one to do it with. Yeah, I would say so. 
And this movie is just not at all affiliated with Ben Affleck or any of those people, right? No, I mean, you don't even really know if Batman's going to be in it. I mean, like you said, maybe that little kid is Bruce Wayne and this is um, a, a prelude to if they set something up. I hope they wouldn't, but y- you really don't know. Would you see Joaquin Phoenix setting himself up to play the Joker in multiple movies? I, I'd like to say no. He yeah, me like, too. He's one of those actors, too, kind of like a Leonardo DiCaprio where mm-hmm. he can essentially choose whatever movie he wants to do. So I feel like at this point, I don't think he'd want to get locked into a franchise, especially because this is low budget. I mean, he's probably not, he's not going to make as much as say like Robert Downey Jr. was making for Iron Man, which, yeah, would, be, yeah. which would be enticing to, you know, stay in a series. But yeah, I, I kind of hope not. I'm not like, we don't need another Batman right now. Yeah, I I hope so. I hope not as well. <laughs> um, like we were talking about earlier, may, I hope DC's um, right in saying that they're just going to continue to focus on singular characters. And I mean, even if this just does well, I'll be happy. I just hope they don't try and set up a universe or come out with Joker 2, you know, some Joker shit two. like that. It's definitely possible. Yeah, I, it, everything's possible. But I mean, I just hope that they do it right, seeing how often they've gotten it wrong so far. The Joker is one of those villains too that it it is fascinating to make a character study of him because he's so grounded in reality. Like this mm-hmm. guy could actually exist. And this movie looks I mean Heath Ledger's Joker was was realistic as far as like, you know, real life goes. Yeah. He could exist. But there were aspects of him that were sort of insane, like how he got so much done so quickly. (laughs) Whereas this movie's, I feel like definitely not going to do something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, what they're doing so well that you can see already is like we said earlier, they're, they're rooting his character in real like mental health uh, communities or you're really seeing how this is possible because you feel like you see this thing every day. Yeah, and um, that's a big thing right now is mental mental health awareness, and I think it's going to be a really big thing more than we think it is. And one thing they might do with this movie too is, which they haven't normally done with this character, is they might make the Joker sympathetic. I th- well, that's what they're going to do with th- this whole breaking down his character and really showing you that he was pushed by madness and his own s- surroundings and the way he handled himself, and really make him a relatable character. I, I mean, wonder, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the main character in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder if they're going to bring up his, his father. It seems like his, during this movie, when it takes place that he just has his mother around. Yeah. Um, I know in the dark night, he mentioned his father being a drinker or whatever. Do you have any idea if in other Joker stories, he mentions his father? Nope. I, I honestly can't. Um, I want to say even in the killing joke, he doesn't mention his parents too much. The killing joke is more about, um, him and his wife Hmm. and, uh, what happens to her. Uh, I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't read it, but, um, no, I really don't know. Other Uh, than the dark Knight, like you said. Yeah, I was actually, so I watched the preview yesterday for, uh, the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie. Yeah. That looks wild. This movie sort of gave me a similar vibe, believe it or yeah. not. It just seems like, yeah, like I said a second ago, it just seems so realistic. And I, think I can feel that, was, man. That's why it was so creepy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, dude. By the way, his uh, laugh was perfect. Yeah, okay. That was one thing I hated about the trailer. Oh. His laugh at the end was great, but he's when the, the shot of him in the comedy club while he like softly opens his mouth and too big of a cackle comes out, come yeah. on, that was... That was the that was the only thing 
that I hated about the trailer. Other could, than that, it was I great. That. Yeah, I could see that being a little weird. Do you but think that, at, at the end, when he was like actually laughing and you see him cackling, like it, it fits. It, it sounds right. It doesn't look too crazy, you know? Yeah. It looks like he also gets the ship you have him a lot. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which, I mean, the Joker tends to get the ship you have him a lot. I mean, what else is going to push you to the end, you know? Yeah. He sort of likes it, though. Oh, absolutely. Especially in the animated series. Yeah. Um, on a sort of related, sort of unrelated note, I also read today that the original Tim Burton Batman plus Batman Returns and Batman and Robin and maybe Batman Forever are all getting Blu-ray remasters done. Oh, can't wait, I guess. I Who, why would you pay, maybe the, the original Batman you'd pay for. Yeah. Why would you buy Batman and Robin on Blu-ray? So it's not even what's in the what's in the the, D, the DVD? I think it's just a remastered Blu-ray 4K movie. Okay, so it's just it, it's Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, and the original Batman with Michael Keaton and Batman Returns. Oh, okay. So it's the four Batman movies. Why don't you just do two and two? I don't, I really wouldn't even buy that whole thing because I don't even want (laughs) the other two Batman movies. I just want the Tim Burton ones. Yeah. I mean, even those though, I'm not like a huge fan of the Tim Burton Batmans. Yeah, but they do have merit and they do have a place in in the community. Right. And I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big Michael Keaton fan. So yeah, no, nothing. Honestly, still the first Batman movie as crazy as it gets and a little far fetched. It's still really good. Yeah. You haven't seen Birdman, have you? No, I have actually. Oh, you have seen Birdman? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? A couple Batman vibes, but still really good. So the whole thing with Birdman is it's so meta because Michael Keaton played, you know, Birdman. Yeah, and exactly the the whole thing about what ha- in Birdman he does he does he go to film a third movie or he never did and no, that's really Birdman four was the whole thing. It's like are you gonna do Birdman four? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, there were some incredibly funny parallels to like his actual life as he, Batman and the struggle he went because you know he could have done a third one or whatever. Right. Yeah. Because I think he only did yeah he did what Batman and then Batman Returns. Yeah. Yeah. Which ones want the Penguin? That's Batman Returns, right? Yep. And then Batman Forever is Val Kilmer. Yes. Not a great movie. Yeah. Still better than George Clooney, though. <laughs> the Batman credit card. Batman nipples. Yeah. Batman. Oh, my God. The Batman credit card. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. He's like auctioning for poison ivy. It's awful. And it's got it's a good cast. Awful. George Clooney, Uma Thurman. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know. The hockey um, team from hell. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so while we're talking about the Joker, um, this week they showed off Dominic Monahan's. Oh wait, not Dominic Monahan. Cameron Monahan. I want to say from Shameless, not Dominic, not from not Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Ah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> no, Cameron. Got me excited. <clears throat> the redhead kid from Shameless. He's been um, a Joker parallel on Gotham. Uh, he wasn't the Joker in the show. I, I hope I don't, I, I think I'm going to get this right. Um, he was the brother, a twin brother of the character that they're actually going to be as the Joker. So okay. apparently his twin brother character fell into the vat of chemicals and you see him like staring off to space. His skin is all fucked up. And I guess the series finale of Gotham is coming up and he is the Joker. And so apparently, if, if I'm getting my facts right, it's a time jump 
for the last two episodes and it's the Bruce Wayne character is now Batman and now we have the Joker and they're going to duke it out for the end of Gotham. So you're telling me that the poster you sent me the other day was not an April Fool's joke. It was not an April Fool's joke. It was incredibly real. It's absolutely blasphemous. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It looks awful. Did Did you watch the trailer? I did watch a trailer. It looks so stupid. It looks so goddamn stupid, dude. I just that's the thing, like network channels doing TV shows like this, it's gonna be corny as fuck. That's all I yeah. can think about. And I mean, I haven't watched um Arrow or The Flash, but those have some serious merit to them, I believe. Um a lot of people like them. It's been going on for a little while now, so maybe there's something to those, but I wanna say those are still corny in itself. Is uh, Supergirl still on the air? Supergirl, another one. Because that looks so bad. Yeah, no, they both don't look the greatest, but a lot of people watch it. A lot of people say it's good. And uh, I don't know, man. It's it's like, it, it's all on how they do it. And Gotham, I've always been against it, dude. It just, it looked bad. The way they handled things in the series was bad. <laughs> yeah. But like, who who is that show for? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Certainly not me. <laughs> I just like comic book fans. I feel like are not going to like it. So maybe it's just for the casual. Yeah. It's more of a corny drama for the average person. That's like, Oh, Batman's in Gotham. What's this? Oh, this is not Batman. I, I think I can get into it. Batman. Batman. Or like a 15 year old. Maybe. Yeah. I don't even know, man. Yeah. I, I'm not going to check that out. though. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks God awful. Yeah. But, uh, so that looks bad. Joker walking Phoenix. Looks good. Yeah, that looks incredible. Can't wait for it. Cool. Um, so moving on from the Joker, you said you had other. Yeah. So um, I last week we didn't get to it, but uh, Zack Snyder has recently been back in the news. Nothing too bad. Um, he recently had like it was I want to say like a movie marathon for himself. <laughs> uh, it was more or less just like people watching Snyder films, and he was there talking about them and shit like that. Oh. And. Um, he was he, he's commented on a lot of people hating that Batman kills people in Batman vs Superman, right? And he said uh, to quote, "Grow the fuck up," <laughs> and he said that his characters aren't innocent and uh, that they're that they're real and make mistakes. And I mean, hey, that's I get it. That's a valid point. But Batman just doesn't open op- overwrite just kill people. Um, an instance is in Daredevil. I've talked about the first season a lot. Um, he. Daredevil in the first season, he's not a good superhero. People die on his watch and he doesn't mean to. And that's not innocent. And that's still telling the truth. Yeah. Well, the whole thing with like Batman not killing people, it's sort of, it's sort of like Batman's whole philosophy on life. Like he doesn't kill people. That's kind of central to his character. Yeah. That's what his character is. (laughs) It's what makes him unique as a character and interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because Clark Kent can just laser people in the eyes and melt their brains, and Bruce is always against that. Yeah. Dude, that's like uh, that Titan movie or whatever, where they're like, fuck Batman. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Titan series. Oh, my God. See, the DC streaming service is a whole nother character because they're trying to follow the trend, right? And uh, make a streaming service, make their own original content, and... Um, Titans looks awful. I can't believe that it's going to be get it's, there's going to be a second season. However, on the other spectrum, Doom Patrol, have you heard anything about it? Have not. 
it gets better ratings on Rotten Tomatoes than Umbrella Academy. Um, it ha- I want to say, if not in the 80s, maybe 90 to ma- Rotten Tomatoes wow. score. And uh, people talk about it. And it's the it's you can only get it on the DC streaming service. And then uh, Young Justice Season 3 is on there. A lot of people say it's great. But it's just not enough to get me to the DC streaming service. Yeah, do you know what it costs a month? I don't. I, I, I don't. Like I said, we were talking about this last week. There's just too many streaming services. Yeah. Like you don't want to pay for all these. Yeah. And I will say that Titans, it looked like it was just trying to be a Snyder spinoff because it looked gritty. It looked dark. Uh, uh, Robin said, fuck Batman. That's so (laughs) stupid. That was Dick Grayson who said that. If anyone's going to say fuck Batman, it's going to be Jason Todd. And Jason Todd's in Titans. And guess what? He's a little shithead character. (laughs) He sucks. It's just one of those things where you're just being edgy for edgy sake. Exactly. Which is Zack Snyder's like MO. Um, did he do 300? Yeah. And that was great. Don't get me wrong, man. It was. Uh, it's still like it was its own thing. He did a good job with that. I mean, I haven't revisited it. I want to. Watchmen was good. I liked it for the time. Yeah. Um, I can't say anything now. I, I do want to rewatch it. But I mean, he has merit. But I mean, when you want to get mad at the mistakes you've done and people calling you out on it, dude, that's that's not what you do. Why does he keep getting jobs then? I don't know, man. It's <laughs> DC thought it was a thing to do, but now they're slowly realizing that. And I think that's why maybe he's a little more volatile right now. <laughs> he's just saying, grow the fuck up because <laughs> DC doesn't want to have him direct any more movies. He's almost like uh, DC thought he could be their John Favreau. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're just, it just failed. Yeah. And uh, so I guess it was announced that there's going to be a Justice League Snyder cut. And I mean, I mean, what the fuck, man? Who wants that? Maybe no like one asked for that. Ten, maybe like ten people. <laughs> no, but nobody likes him. No, as a director. And, yeah, and I mean, he did good things, but I don't know. I don't know if he was just trying to do more of the same with his recent projects, or I don't know. Maybe if he comes out with another movie and he tries to do well and really kind of be original about it, it'll be good. But the whole gritty um, characters killing people just to fucking kill people—that doesn't work, man. I think if you go back and watch 300 now, you actually will not like it as much as when you were a kid. I was just thinking that as it, as it came out of my mouth. <laughs> Especially because, like, I remember that whole Sin City 300. I think The Spirit was the other one. The Frank Miller vibe from yeah, movies. Yeah. At the time, you were like, oh, this is a cool original look. It looks really fucking stupid. No, you yeah. watch it. It's just so distracting. The colors are insane. And uh, Xerxes is, like, this tall metrosexual guy <laughs> like, leads the Persians. sexually fluid tall yeah. <laughs> huge person i don't think that's historically accurate uh, yeah i could be wrong I, I don't know yeah but uh yeah yeah i don't know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm out on Zack snyder yeah um recently uh, a still picture along with the cast of the animated movie batman hush uh was released oh, based on the comic that i have in my bookshelf yeah, it's a great comic illustrated by Jim Lee. Um, I love his artwork and story by Jeff Loeb. I uh, love Jeff Loeb. He Long hit, Halloween, right? Yep. He yeah. did, with Tim Sale as the artist, he did Long Halloween, um, Dark Victory, and The Haunted Night, I believe, is, is the comic. Um, him and Tim Sale also did a run of um, Marvel stories. Spider-Man Blue, Hulk Gray, Daredevil Yellow, and Cap- Captain America White. Oh. Um, I have Spider-Man Blue. It was the only comic to make me cry. 
<laughs> it was amazing and incredibly tragic. If you love Spider-Man at any ounce, please read that comic. It's great. And getting back to Hush, <laughs> um, the still image looks horrible. It looks exactly like every other fucking animated movie that DC <laughs> Warner Brothers animation has done. And they're just kind of just doing their original stupid wash over it. With a with an all right cast and just gonna get a little bit of money. It's where, so fucking stupid, dude. Where is this gonna get released? DVD, straight to DVD. Oh, DVD. Uh, maybe it'll be on the streaming service. It's gotta be streaming. No, nobody's buys DVDs. It's gotta be streaming. Well, that's how they've been doing it all the past couple movies. Um, Justice League, uh, Gods and Monsters, or something like that. Um, Batman, Bad Blood, uh, just uh, uh, Teen Titans, Judas Contract. These are all movies that came out a couple years ago, within the last few years, straight to DVD, and that's just what they do. Same thing when they redid when they did uh, an animated movie of The Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah, they did a two-parter. It was all right, and that's it. I don't know. It's. Once again, Marvel is ahead of the curve here because they did Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got a theatrical release. It made people who aren't fans of comic books want to go see it. Yep. And DC is, again, like the little brother. Into the Spider-Verse had no right to be that perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, it's incredible. I'm, I know I, tr- I talked about it last podcast, but even if you don't like Spider-Man at all, it was still amazing. The story was relatable. The animation was incredibly unique and still like it, it just, it, it captured you. It was amazing. Yeah. And it won best animated feature, right? Yeah. The Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. I still have to see it. I, I wanted to go see it in a theater cause I, I wanted to see it on a big screen, but I am so upset myself. I didn't go see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy that it won an Oscar and I wish I was on board before it won so I could be more happy for it. Yeah, that movie was a lock. I remember looking at the Oscar categories like, all right, that's that's the one yeah, lock I know. Yeah. It won the uh the the Emmy, the Golden Globe? Both Golden yeah, Globe. Not the Emmy, Emmy's T V, but yeah, Golden Globe and, and the Oscar. Yeah. Crazy. Um yeah, and it I, I just it hurts me that they take incredibly iconic graphic novels and just put their stamp on it and don't even fucking try. Yeah. And as, I mean, especially when I am someone who loves what they're doing in the East part of the world, anime, it's great. They're really pushing boundaries and it's, it's something to watch. It's, it's, it grabs people and it's not just because the characters are great. You know, it's right. incredibly po- like a groundbreaking animation that you don't see anywhere else only in the East. And it sucks that it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe someday we'll get a nice uh, theatrical release of... Uh, a crazy animated Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, animated Batman. Yeah. I, I mean, do you feel like... When it comes to DC Comics, like Batman is obviously the most popular of all the superheroes, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, nobody really likes Superman. I mean, it's Batman and Superman, but I would say that if everybody... If you were... To, I mean, anybody, you could just pick out and tell them to name three superheroes. It would be Batman, Superman, and Iron Man or Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. But, and then, so we got, in a couple weeks, it's bigger for you than it is for me, uh, the Avengers coming out. Wow, thank you for caring enough to talk about it. That's That makes me so happy. Do, all right, I want to tell you something that's going to make you really... Oh, <laughs> uh, you're really going to, you're going to burst my bubble now? I, okay, so I've seen all these memes online. Yeah, about Ant-Man going to Thanos' ass? Than, no, just Thanos in general. I was like, who the fuck is Thanos? So I, <laughs> I had to Google it, and I, Oh, he's a villain. Okay. Can you explain to me real quick who Thanos is? 
Yes, Thanos the Mad Titan. Uh, he <laughs> comes from the world, uh, the Moon Titan, I think. I think that's his thing. And uh, he's just a interstellar being who's crazy powerful. Um, he does have an incredibly uh, uh, complicated back backstory. I want to say I don't know too much. I know that like his mother and father were like like demigods essentially, and he's got a brother and shit. Yep. But um, he's just this all powerful being who was a conqueror, a world conqueror, and his thing was that he sees in life that there needs to be made sacrifices in order for life to continue. So and I've seen the meme online. Okay, yeah. It's like, what did it cost? Everything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, he's, it's incredibly weird to see Thanos as such a prominent cultural uh, character. <laughs> yeah. Is he in all the Avenger movies? He's at the end credit of every Avengers movie and then in Infinity War is when you see him. End credits. I forgot Marvel does that. Oh yeah, they 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 really made that a fucking thing. So um, about Endgame, man. Uh, so they released a a new minute teaser. Uh, it was just to announce presale tickets, and there was a little more um, footage that you got to see in this teaser trailer. And personally, it got me fucking rock hard. Uh, <laughs> you see our three big heroes: Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man approaching. Uh, Thanos right at the end and all it was was announcing pre-sale tickets and in six hours uh, the record was broke for whatever it was man who says people aren't going to the movies anymore <laughs> dude Marvel fans are going to the fucking yeah, movies they are and um, people on there was a there was an hour wait to get tickets Kyle was trying to get tickets on to IMAX and he couldn't for an hour that's crazy Yep, uh, Ferguson was nice enough to get me tickets. I thank you very much, Ferguson. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> and um, dude, people are selling their tickets on eBay. Uh, For how I've much? seen article. I've seen articles where people are asking thousands, but just for my own personal thing, I just looked it up on eBay myself, and I've seen people selling them for sixty to seventy-five. Okay, can I just say something? Yeah, if you pay that much for a movie ticket, you're an idiot because mm -hmm. you can just go like two days later. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could just go the next day. Yeah, when a release date isn't real anymore because you see it the day before. Yeah, I mean, just stay off the internet for spoilers and go see it two days later. Stay off the internet? Are you fucking insane? <laughs> Can we not do that? <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, that's absolutely wild that people are doing that. It's so dumb. But um, it's cool. It's cool to see people going to the theater. I will say that. It is a whole experience, and I gotta say, when I went and saw uh, Infinity War, opening night, Thursday night, um, I it, like the crowd felt like one being. Yeah. The, the parts that were to laugh at, everyone laughed. Every, the parts that you wanted to cheer at, people got out of their seats, dude. It, it was it was crazy, and it felt like I was part of something. So I will say that, man. It, it, it's it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's one great thing about going to a movie when you can experience. It with a bunch of people who are feeling the same way. Yeah, I felt that with Star Wars when The Force Awakens came out and people yep. were cheering at the opening credits. Yeah, that, that's that was pretty awesome. cool. So, I, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't watch Marvel movies really, but I appreciate 
people going to the theater to see movies again. Yeah, yeah, because you appreciate cinema enough that like, it, 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 not to say that it was a dying thing, but people really don't go out to the movies anymore yeah. unless it's a Marvel movie. But yeah, man, people are not enough people can get their shit. You know, it's it's crazy. And IMAX is a great place to see those movies because such a oh, big screen yeah. and the sound system is like nuts. Yeah, oh, absolutely wild. So, so you're going to see it opening night then opening night seven o'clock i'll it's, be there it's thursdays now right it's not thursday yeah not friday opening night is like i said it's not real anymore people just go see it uh the day before yeah i mean we <coughs> talked about this too like i i went to one midnight showing my life went to inception yep and by an hour in i was so tired <laughs> so i think well, like a thursday night is better at like six or seven whenever it is yeah well i mean that's the thing now too is that like Midnight releases, a release date isn't, they're not real. Yeah, sure, I'm going to the midnight release, but it's not at midnight. I'm going at 7 o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah. I, like you said, you went to an actual midnight release inception at midnight. Yeah, did you, I mean, you've done it before too, right? Uh, fun fact, I, we've talked about this. I was supposed to go to the inception uh, midnight release with my dad, but we went to the wrong theater. And you never went to midnight showing after, after that. that? No, I will say the... The first one I went to for the Marvel movies was Civil War. That was an actual midnight release that I went to. But mm -hmm. everyone after that, um, Black Panther, Ragnarok, Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy, it was all 1030, 7 o'clock. Right. And they seem like it only, they only do midnight releases for like Marvel or any sort of big superhero movie. They don't really well, do them for... Like Christopher I, Nolan didn't do it for Dunkirk, I don't think. No, I don't think he did either. Yeah, they, I mean, it's really all just the big name movies that they know people are going to go for. Like, I get, maybe there'll be a midnight release for Shazam, and by, like I'm saying, 7, 7 o'clock, 10.30 showings. Um, but maybe they will add an actual midnight release because, like I said, um, tickets sold like crazy um, when this was announced. And I remember going to see Black Panther in Providence opening night because... Um, Warwick was not doing a 10.30 showing. They usually do a 7 and a 10.30. Yeah. So maybe because of the high demand, they'll actually add a 7, 10.30, and then add an actual midnight release. Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I actually saw Dunkirk the Thursday it came out. But yeah, like you said, at like 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not somebody who can... Uh, <laughs> Midnight's too late for me to watch a movie. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, same, man. That's why I just love the Thursday. 10.30 is great because I get out of the theater by usually 12.30, 1. That's all right. Yeah. Um, Avengers fucking three hours at midnight. I get out of the theater at three almost 4 o'clock. I mean, dude, there's going to be trailers. There's going to be yeah. credits. Everyone's going to stay till the end scene. Be like almost <sighs> light out by the time you get home. Three hours and two minutes. This is the most, this is the longest superhero movie ever. What is this? Uh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah, dude. I can't fucking <laughs> wait. Make it four hours. <laughs> uh, are there any early reviews in for this movie yet? No, not yet. I'm pretty sure that'll start happening next week. And it's called Endgame because a lot of the cast will not be returning. Is that why? That's what people are speculating. Um, it's also a thing that Iron Man, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. has said in the movies uh, when he's talking about the bigger picture in Avengers 2. He's, he points, he's, he's talking about this is, this is just you know, us up there. That's the end game. Yeah. So um, it, it's, it's speculated off, a off of a couple things. And I mean, um, we all know 
by we, I mean the nerd community, <laughs> we know that Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans' contracts are up at the end of this movie. This is their last one. Oh, um, okay. It's unsure if they renewed their contract. There was talk online that Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is done, but I mean that's just tabloid fucking articles. Um, a lot of people have said that uh, Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home is going to open with Peter at Tony Stark's uh, funeral. I also know for a fact that the next Far From Home trailer is not coming out till after Endgame because it has Endgame spoilers. You know, when you think about Robert Downey Jr., I mean, he's been playing this character for ten years. Yep, he's probably just tired of it at this point. I would, I could absolutely see him, and I would love it if this was the end of Iron Man. Yeah. As much as I love his character, as crucial as he is to the Marvel Universe and Robert Downey Jr. alone to Marvel Studios, it would suck. But I mean, this is what Iron Man in 2008 started. This yeah. is what it was building up to. And to see him go out at the grand climax, I mean, that would be amazing. As I- as tragic and as happy, it would it would just be amazing, dude. And I feel like there's no way for them to know when they did this movie in 2008, just how long it would last. No, dude, absolutely not. And I mean, I can I can guarantee you they didn't, dude. They were making on on set script changes. Yeah, they didn't God know what they were doing. They were they were just trying to do the best thing they could, and that and this is the end result: a fucking massive franchise that is globally it's sought after and now it's owned by disney yeah exactly global <laughs> disney rules the world i mean star wars and marvel yeah <laughs> um but i i i'd hate to see chris evans out um he's he recently put was it was there was an article about him uh in the hollywood reporter and he was talking about he's looking forward to retirement and looking forward to directing so maybe that was a hint hint maybe that was you know well, they say like, uh they say that every actor just wants to be a director. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I also heard something that he wants to like do musicals or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, Chris uh, Evans is a Boston guy. I like that. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Him and yeah, um, yeah. him and John Krasinski. John Krasinski too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's gone on record of saying that he's done at his contract, but as of recently, and I mean, before infinity war, he talked about, um, he's willing to do anything Marvel wants him to do. Yeah. And I mean, I could see, I could see cap and Iron Man going out in this movie. Um, I, I know that Chris Hemsworth is very vocal about wanting to do more. Um, I think I've heard talk about him and, uh, Ragnarok director, Taika Waititi doing another movie together because Ragnarok was so successful. Yeah. Um, it you mentioned be, uh, you mentioned that director doing a star the Star Wars show. Too, yeah, right? he's a Mandalorian. He's a he's a robot character, and he's also directing an episode or two. Whoa, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. So, if all three of the big names went out, I think I'd be a little upset, but it would be so perfect because the three of them started the MCU. And it's got to I mean, it's got to end sometime, right? They can't just keep doing this forever and ever. Yeah, that's why I'm worried about this next phase um, or where Marvel's going to be after this because let's say the big three's done. They're out of this movie. You're relying on Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, uh, Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming, which the rights go back to Sony after contract after Tom Holland's Marvel uh, contract is up. Bring back Andrew Garfield. It's so crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's a side tangent, dude, because when you think about that, you look at Sony, who they came out with a Marvel, uh, I mean a Venom movie. Right, which is bad, right? 
it was okay. That's what I that's what I hear. It was bad, but then I hear it was all right. So I'm, I'm going, shocked uh, you didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you're a Spider-Man uh, guy. Yeah, I know. But I mean, when Sp- you're making a Venom movie that's nothing to do with Spider-Man, you can't have Venom without Spider-Man. Well, look at this. The Joker without Batman. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. So. Um, although, if you want to get technical, oh, no. Batman did create the Joker, huh? All right. Let's, uh, you, you're fucking me up. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So you have the Venom movie with Tom Hardy. There is a Morbius movie, a vampire Spider-Man villain with Jared Leto coming out. Oh, fuck There that. is a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie coming out. They're trying to build this whole um, Spider-Verse around a Spider-Man hole, and then they're going to put him in it. And if that's true, that's so fucking stupid. Uh, here's what's going to happen. So I feel like the next generation is going to come in and that's when the bubble's going to burst. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I was more or less getting to is with this whole, uh, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, uh, uh, Black Panther, uh, Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. It's going to be riding on their shoulders and I don't know if they're going to have the strength to do it or if it, or if it can. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? We will. We will. Cool. Well, that's all I got, man. You got me ranted out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, when we start talking about uh, Marvel, he can go off. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely definitely excited for the Joker movie, like we were talking about. Um, and Vinny, we are now less than two weeks out from Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. Did you see the newest teaser they put out? I did. How about that shit? So it's Winterfell massacred. Um, you see specific things destroyed. Bran's wheelchair, dragonglass arrows, yeah. Jamie's hand in the snow, and then it ends with Longclaw. Is that is that Jon Snow's sword? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so Jon Snow's sword bloodied in a thing of snow, and then you see distantly a character behind it. We assume the Night King. What the fuck, man? <laughs> There's no way. I mean, they're they're throwing us off here. They have to. Yeah. Because, I mean, how could you not have fun with the fans? <laughs> uh, a couple, a, a week, maybe a week and a half before it's it comes out. You know, you just got to put out something crazy just to make them, just to make the audience go a little more uh, manic. Yeah, I think they're they're fucking with us. I, I actually, so I saw the poster too that they released about with all them like in the snow. Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I wasn't a huge fan of the poster. I thought it looked a little weird. But yeah, uh, yeah it implies they're all dead in the snow. I mean, it just can't. There's no way they're all going to die, right? No, they're not all going to die. Maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe the most obvious thing is actually the least obvious thing. Interesting. Nah, just Interesting. Uh, I've seen things recently where the actor who plays the Night King has said that he's... The Night King has a target. What do you mean? So... he, The Night King has someone that he's after. Oh. Jon Snow. I don't know. Bran. I think it's Bran, yeah. Probably Bran. That, w- that would make the most sense because they're the ones that have had the most interactions and every time the Night King sees Bran, he's always like, yo, or at least his eyes just... <laughs> well, that would shatter the theory that the Night King is Bran, which a lot of people think. Or would it though because the Night King just wants to kill Bran because he knows that it's him. Ugh. Yeah. My brain's yeah. in a pretzel. <laughs> and now we're just looking into mirrors into mirrors. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out uh, in the next few months, I guess. Yeah, man. Well, uh, dude, this is a great podcast. I'm glad we uh, fleshed out some things, uh, some rants I didn't even know I had inside. And I'm glad that our stream 
didn't freeze this week. Yeah, yeah, we were successful in keeping everything functional. Uh, you had to use two computers, but then... Yes, I am using two computers, but you know what? That's a, whatever I got to do for the people, I'll do it. For the pod. Cool. Uh, well, Vinny, great talking to you this week. Hell yeah, man. Uh, maybe next week we'll have uh, Casey on as well. Yeah, I miss him. I, 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 we got we to gotta discuss some things. He's busy doing adult stuff, so... Uh, that's okay. That's all right. He's, he's got a little one on the way. That's acceptable. He's got, got a little baby coming, so... Um, <laughs> Stay tuned, folks, in a couple weeks when on Mondays, right? We said Mondays, we're going to do our Game of Thrones recaps. Yeah, we're going to start doing Game of Thrones recaps. Uh, we're going to talk about everything we just saw in the past episodes. Um, if you made it this far and you're listening, please tune in to our recaps because we'll do them live. We want you to engage, ask some questions. This pod is going to twice a week during the Game yeah. of Thrones season. Hell yeah. Nice. All right. Well, uh, nice talking to you. Hell yeah, man. Peace. Peace out.